Hi, I'm Ron Hammonds. Welcome to the podcast today. You know, I believe that God has a word for us every day. You know, just like he sent manna down from heaven, uh, his children ate every day from the manna that he supplied. Jesus would later say, I am the bread that came down from heaven, which your fathers did eat in the wilderness. I mean, that daily bread, give us today our daily bread. That's the bread of life. That's Jesus born in Bethlehem, the house of bread, that bread of life. Our daily word intake is something that God supplies for us. God has a word for you today. Yes, he does. And do you know that today's word includes the fact that this light affliction which is only for a moment, works for us, not against us. Now listen again. This is what the Apostle Paul wrote to the church in Corinth. The light affliction, this common pressures of life, the problems that we face, the hardships, all the heartaches, you know, all the uphill battles and, you know, the frustrations, the failures of life, these things work for us. They're just for a moment. It's a passing moment. I mean, it's like a thunderstorm. It might look bad and it might sound bad and it might, you know, present some um, threat for a moment, but I promise you it will pass. It will pass over. Things come to pass. And this light affliction, which is but for a moment, it works for us, not against us, for us. It will work for us a far more exceeding and eternal weight of glory if we can only Keep our eyes on Jesus, not on what we're going through, but on what we're going to. You see, today's principle that we're going to learn is a principle that says some people fail and learn nothing in the process. What a tragedy. Let me say that one more time. Some people fail. Well, actually, everybody fails. But some people fail and they don't learn anything in the process. You see, afflictions, pressures, trials, tribulations, those hardships and heartaches of life, those times when it seems like it's an uphill struggle or a battle, those moments whenever it looks like there's a storm in our life and the potential it has looks so destructive, but it is come to pass. It hadn't come to stay. And the light afflictions, which are but for a moment, work for us. And so some people go through the process of having faced an opponent, faced a temptation, faced a test, faced a trial. Some people go through the process of having faced a hardship in life. Maybe someone aggravated them, irritated them, frustrated them, and they failed the test. What is the test? Well, the test is for us to be like Christ. The test is for us to to not lose our temper. The test is for us to have patience, even in the midst of a hurried, busy world. The test for us is to have love so that we can love even our enemies, how much more our neighbors and our friends and our family. The test for us is to have joy, not just happiness, which comes and goes with all kinds of flavors and seasons of of life, but joy, the joy that is unspeakable and full of glory. The, the, The test for us is to have peace, peace in the midst of troubled times, a peace that passes all understanding, a knowing that God is there. 
that he's not going to leave us, not going to forsake us. He's not going to let us down. And the moment that we are processing in life is just that, a moment. And this light affliction which has come to us is just for a moment. It works for us a far more exceeding and eternal weight of glory. While we do not look at the things that are screaming at us, staring us in the face, that are standing up and shouting your defeat, but rather we look at things which are unseen, things which are eternal. We look at Christ who knows that the light affliction will work for us if we will learn something in the middle of it. You see, it's so important that we use the failures, the times whenever we've come up against an enemy and, you know, we've lost our patience. We've, we've, we've uh, lost our peace. We've lost our connection with the fact that we love them. You know, all of a sudden, you know, you have that rage on the inside of you that spells hate or frustration, aggravation, and you, you lose sight of the moment of being like Christ and you fail. Or you come to a temptation to steal or to lie or to cheat and you fail that test. Or you come to a, to a, to a test, a temptation, a trial that says, okay, you know, this is what you're going to do. You're going to drink again. You're going to do drugs again. You're going to, you know, and, and, and you fail. Tragedy is, is that some people fail and they don't learn one thing in the process. I mean, listen, I'm certain in this world you will have tribulation. And because you are yet in this human body, because you are yet in this earth, the Word of God tells us, as John the Apostle wrote, that if you say you are without sin, you are a liar. So there, you just sinned. Okay? And so we're not going to be perfect. But when we fail, our failures are designed so that we can learn from these failures so that we can process those in a different way than we process our successes. And when we fail, when we've been wrong, whenever something happens and, and, and we react uh, uh, wrong or, or, or act bad, uh, when we sin and temptation uh, wins, then we should learn something from the process. You see, it's not what we're going through, but what we're going to, which matters most. The situations of life can either frustrate us or they can educate us, and it's our choice. More than just getting frustrated and irritated, get educated and motivated. We cannot always determine what we go through, but we can decide how we are going to go through it. And once we go through it, if we don't go through it correctly, then hopefully we will be better prepared next time or better prepared to help others who might be approaching the same problem that we just went through and failed. Uh, you know, it's not the soldier who has uh, uh, never been wounded that is your greatest ally. It's the one that's been wounded and has recovered. Those by far are the wisest, the smartest, the sharpest, uh, the most knowledgeable. Decide today that the pressures and problems of life and even the failures will serve to teach you lessons of life so that the same failures will not be repeated in the future. Experience is often the best teacher, it has been said, but it is the highest price to pay for learning. 
But I do believe that. Experience is often the best teacher, even bad experiences. Learn from your mistakes. Learn what not to do next time. Learn to identify those triggers in your life that cause you to misbehave, that cause you to act in a way, think in a way, speak in a way that you really later on realize is not the way you want to be. Learn to identify those moments, those emotions, those triggers. Learn to identify those enemies so that the next time they come, you can have something in place, a bulwark against them, so that you, having had the experience of failure, can now build an experience of success. Well, that's what Psalms 51 says, verses 9 through 12. When David had failed, utterly failed, because he had committed adultery with Bathsheba and had even killed her husband, trying to hide the fact that Bathsheba was pregnant, King David, at the end of the day, felt such remorse for his failure, and he wrote Psalms 51 as a treatise and as a testimony to his heart in that moment. And this is what he says in verses 9 through 12. Oh God, he says, hide your face from my sins and blot out all my iniquities. Create in me a clean heart, O God, and renew a steadfast spirit within me. Do not cast me away from your presence and do not take your Holy Spirit from me. Restore to me the joy of your salvation and uphold me by your generous spirit. Help me, O God, he says, to do better. Nothing I can do about what I did, but God, there's everything I could do about what I'm going to do next time. Well, that's life for us, huh? Let's pray. Let's ask God for his help today. And I want you to remember that some people fail and learn nothing in the process. What a tragedy, okay? If you are up against temptations, if you're up against tests, if you fail something yesterday or last week or last year, okay, listen, take it apart, look at it, dissect it, muse upon it, consider it. You know, don't run from it. Don't hide from it. Uh, Look at it. Uh, handle it and let God build in you an ability to be successful the next time you face that same test, trial, pressure, tribulation, circumstance, situation, individual, whatever it is, God will help you. Oh, dear God, grant us, Lord, the wisdom to process our failures, Lord, from your perspective. God, help us, Almighty God, not just to sweep our failures, Lord, or uh, the, the places we have, where we have sinned, Lord, under the rug and, and, and forget about them or want to throw them out, Lord. Help us, Almighty God, to process them in a way, Lord, that is beneficial to you and to us, Lord. Use our life as well, Lord, to teach us, Lord, and also to teach others greater lessons for our future. Forgive us where we have failed you, O Lord. It is not our desire nor intent, nor, Lord, do we make it excuse for it, sir. But God, as you forgive us, help us, O Lord, and take us to greater days. Show us the error of our way, Lord, so that we can self-correct, Lord. Thank you, Father, for your gentle encouragement, Lord, even in our desperate days. 
We love you, sir. Now today, Lord, we decide that we're going to learn today. We're going to get educated today, Lord. We're going to get motivated, Father, even from the places where we don't do our best. We'll get educated. We'll get motivated. We'll not be frustrated in the name of Jesus. Amen. God bless you. Don't forget, learn something today, okay? In fact, you can also learn from other people's failures. God bless you. I love you. I'll see you back here on the next podcast.